Good morning. It's time for today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930. Sunday morning worship begins at 1030, including a children's service. And join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. Now, here is today's message from God's Word. Good morning. I'd like to share today something I was thinking about in you know, we just got through with Black Friday, and we tried to get the sales and everything, and we got Christmas coming up, and, you know, in God's Word, the Lord gave us 38 parables in the in the Gospels, and out of those 38 parables, 16 are in regards to how to handle our money. Christ said more about money and possessions than about heaven or hell combined in the four Gospels. The Gospels, one out of every ten scriptures deals with money and possessions. In the Bible, there are 500 references to prayer, less than 500 about faith, and there's over 2,000 references to deal with money and possessions. You know, sometimes we really don't think about that, but God has laid out how we're supposed to deal with everything in God's Word. When it comes to handling money, it is not any easier for us now than it was back in the Bible times. In fact, it may be even harder, tougher, because we live in a day when technology has provided for us unlimited resources. For example, there has never been a society in of history of the world that has had as much commodities and products as we have today. When we go to Walmart, you just look at all the choices you have with shampoos and shower gels and how many different razors there are, how many different kinds of food. You know, there's so many different things that we have to choose from. Look at all the choices of cars and trucks that we have today. And most families have at least two cars to their family, if not more. It is amazing how many places carry things that nobody can use or even want. The world has a madness in, in those desires for things, and we have been trapped by the media. The television, radio, and even billboards spell out, you know, if you want to be happy, then get this or that. The thing is, look at all the commercials on TV and then how we, oh, I want to try that. I'm not saying there's anything to trying new things, but sometimes we focus on the wrong things. It's sad, but some Christians have bought this philosophy. They think happiness comes in the things, and that's not true. Jesus is telling us not to seek things, but to seek the things of heaven and God. And, and you know, he'll take care of the rest. You know, the word tells us, 
that he knows what we have need of before we even ask. And if we allow him to be in control, then those things usually, if they're important to us and we need them, then he usually supplies them. There is a difference between wants and needs. And that's where we get ourselves in trouble because we think we have to have something that we really don't need. The Bible tells us that our contentment is apart from goods and commodities or from what car we drive. Our contentment is found in God, in the Lord. When we ask Jesus to come into our heart and ask him to forgive us our sins, we give him our life. And the thing is, if we really realize that he is in control, so there's three things that we need to think about. You know, we need to learn to be content. First one is ownership. God is sole owner of everything that we have. He owns everything that we own. It's his. When we give him our life, he owns our house, our car. You know, some people say, oh, that's silly, Sister Paula, but it's not. When you give God complete control, he owns those things. In Psalms, the 21st chapter, verse 1, it says, the earth belongs to God Everything in all the world is His. 1 Corinthians, the 29th chapter, the 11th verse. Everything in the heavens and the earth is yours, O Lord, and this is yours, kingdom. If I'm going to be content, I have to realize everything belongs to God. If you believe for one minute that you own one single possession, then that thing will govern your spiritual attitudes. If we would learn to give it to God and not worry about it, when something happens to things that we have, we wouldn't get mad and upset. We would allow God to control that. But we sometimes walk more in the flesh than we walk in the spirit room. The second thing we need to realize that God is in control. He has control. You know, we don't need to be in control. We need to allow God to be in control of everything in our life. Oh, I know you're saying, well, he, he can't. Well, if we place our life in his hands, we will be able to go through the situations and the trials and the tribulations a little bit easier because we know he is in control and we're not. Sometimes we try to be in control and we mess things up really, and we don't want to do that. Reading the translation in 1 Corinthians, the 29th chapter, and going down to the latter part of the 12th verse, it says, God, you control everything. You control riches. You control honor. You control power and might and greatness and strength. You call all the shots. If we're walking in the Spirit, then we are going to let God call the shots. Well, how do I do that, Sister Paula? By getting in the Word and reading God's Word, letting Him show you what He wants you to do and have, and by praying and having that personal relationship with God. Once we become a Christian, we're not just supposed to say, okay, I'm a Christian. We're supposed to get in God's Word and study and to learn what He has in store for us. God has so many great things in store for us that we don't even realize what he has because we don't allow him to show us because we get in the flesh instead of walking in the spirit. The word says that the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered by God. 
Righteous means in right standing with him. It doesn't mean that we're holier than thou or we do things differently than other people. It means that we are in right standing with God. The third thing is provision. It says that, you know, God will provide for us. You know, we sing Jehovah Jireh. You know, that means God is our provider. You know, so many times we forget that God has everything in his power to help us with. He can do the impossible when it seems like it's not impossible. You know, there's many things in the word that shows us that. You know, he made a, a donkey talk. He made the axe, the head of an axe and made it to float. You know, that's impossible in, in our eyes because if you have that heavy iron axe head, then it's going to go to the bottom of the water. You know, God can see the impossible, and if we allow him to be in control, there's so many things that God could do that that we stop his hand. In Genesis, the 22nd chapter, the 14th verse, it, it's talking about, the, you know, Jehovah Jireh, it, the Lord who provides. The word tells us that he owns all the cattle on the on the hills and stuff. You know, we fall short in believing what God really has for us. God is in control of everything in the world, and he controls all the assets to provide for me because I am his child and for you if you're his child. That is why the Lord says, don't you know that your heavenly father feeds the birds and are you not much better than they? Matthew 6, 26. If he feeds birds, he will certainly feed his own children. He is the owner, the controller, and the provider. Life for the Christian consists not in the abundance of things we, which we have and what we possess, but it is being content with such things as what we have. That's it. We need to be content. You know, we have so much, and we talked about being thankful last week. The thing is, we should be thankful and be content with what we have. This Christmas season, I know it's not Christmas yet, but just find someone that's maybe less fortunate than you are and see how you could bless them. You know, Christmas is not about getting. It's about giving. We are such a blessed people, and I know that we can bless someone with something that maybe they need or maybe even what they would like to have. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you, Lord, that you help us to see the many blessings that you've given us. Lord, I ask you to help us to learn to be content in whatever state we're in. Lord, that we know that you have our lives in your hands if we allow you to. That you're in complete control of everything if we allow it. And Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just ask you to bless those listeners today and lay somebody upon their heart that they may be a blessing to them. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You've been listening to today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning, and Sunday morning worship service, including a children's sermon, begins at 1030. 
Join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. Have a blessed day. Oh, Satan rages. We cannot be defeated. Because we've got the power. In the name of the Lord. Yes, we've got the power. We've got the power.